Running all my life, sacrifice. Hustle paid the price. Want a slice? Got to roll the dice. That's why all my life I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life been grinding all my life. Sacrifice. Hustle paid the price. Want a slice? Got to roll the dice. That's why all my life I've been grinding all my life. Look. What up? What up? What up? What up? Welcome to the Ball Don't Lie podcast. This is your boy Dexter, your host, the one and only. Welcome back to another show. I'm glad to be back. Man, there's a lot to get into about this whole Easter Conference Finals. Forget about the Western Conference Finals. It looks like the Suns are going to you know, end that in Game 5, maybe Game 6, but we'll see what happens tomorrow. But as of right now, we're going to speak about Game 3 that just happened in Atlanta with the, with the Hawks and the Bucks, and that was a good game to me. Uh, I, I enjoyed every single second of it until actually uh, uh, Trey Young got hurt with his ankle. But I'll go ahead and break that down in a second. And if you're new to this channel, welcome. Uh, if I mean, if, you, if you're new to the channel, yeah, go ahead and subscribe. You know, uh, hit that bell notification and then smash that like button. And I appreciate the love. I'm on every single stream of platform. I'm on IGTV, every single podcast out there. The ones that have been actually watching and tuning in and actually responding back. I, you know, I, I can't, I can't thank y'all enough. I always give y'all a shout out every single episode. So let's just go ahead and, you know, dive into it. This game was lit. I don't know if y'all actually seen the game, but I actually enjoyed the game and the game was insane from the beginning. It was going back and forth. Trey young being a young star. He is, he actually showed out. He showed out to this game. And, and, and Giannis did his thing, and, you know, Chris Middleton did his thing. But I'm going to go ahead and break everything down to you. I'm going to go ahead and run this whole entire clip, the highlight of the game, and y'all guys can actually see actually what transpired. So let's go ahead and just get into it. Trey Young, look at this. 15 points, 9 turnovers in game 2. So he comes out in game 3 splashing, right? Oh, well, I'm going to put from 30 feet. Whap! Steph Curry looking like, right? People think he's actually better than Steph Curry. That's kind of crazy. Trey Young again. Right? Three-pointer again. Oh, hit him with the shimmy. Hit him with the shimmy. Crazy. Look at that. Game two, six for 16. Game In game one, who's six for nine in the first quarter. Yeah, 14 points in the first quarter. But the Atlanta Hawks played actually played, they played great today. Look at it. Giannis leaking out. What are you going to do? Oh, man. Lou Will with the business decision right there. Giannis with the easy bucket. That's, that's automatic. Then you have Giannis cutting here, right here in the paint. Easy dunk. Perfect over Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter actually fell for that. But Trey Young is the, it was the it was the answer in the first half, hitting 35 feet over Giannis. He had 16 points, uh, 17 points in the first half, seven for 12 in the field. Giannis had 16 points. Third quarter. Look at Trey Young, man. This this pick and roll is crazy. Like running back, this this pick and roll is crazy. Like they can't stop it. Giannis gets the ball around the back, hits a three pointer. Man, he's shooting 17% in the actual playoffs with the two-point. So, I mean, big guy going to paint, going to paint. They get a steal right here. Give it to – see, this, this, this is what happened. So, Trey Young stepped on referee Sean Wright's ankle, rolled it in the third quarter, and then went out for the whole entire – the remaining of the third quarter, came back in the fourth quarter, eight minutes left in the game. As you can see him walking back to the locker room, it's going to be – we're going to see what's going to happen in game four with the MRI. We'll see what happens tomorrow with him. But he shows up in the last eight minutes. But Chris Middleton was the answer in the fourth quarter. They were up seven points with eight minutes remaining. The Hawks were up by seven points. Then Chris Middleton happened. Hits a jumper. Then a three-pointer. 
The guy he dropped twenty five points in the fourth quarter himself. Look at look at look at Deer District in Milwaukee going berserk out there. Looks like Jurassic Park from Toronto, right? Trey Young. That was his only basket in the fourth quarter. He only had three points in the in the fourth quarter. Ended with thirty five points. Middleton again, tough shot, man. I mean, this team goes as far as Chris Middleton. I've been saying that all year long. P.J. Tucker, nope, I'm going to pass it to Chris Milton because he got the hot hand splash in your face. Dude had killer instinct, man. Again, give it to Middleton. I mean, he wanted it. He wanted it so bad because he's been hearing all the flack over the, the first two games, wasn't performing. He dropped 38 points in this game. 25 points of it came in the fourth quarter. Middleton again. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, you can't guard me. Oh, yeah, I'm going to hit you with that three-point in your face. Wow. Well, Donovich, you can't guard Middleton. You know that. Then Giannis with the fade over here. That was his only basket in the fourth quarter. Middleton was the answer. Middleton again. Step back, fade away over Gallinari. Bucket. Man, 25 to 8 run. Was it 25 to 8 run? Yeah, 25 to 8 run in, in the fourth quarter. And this is the crazy part. Or is it 25 to 7 run, actually? 25 of those points happened in the last eight minutes of the game, seven minutes and 15 seconds. 25 of those points came from Chris Milton. And out of the seven points in the fourth quarter, only three came from uh, 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 Trey Young. And the crazy, the crazy thing about that is that obviously we know he's not – like he's, he, he's not – he wasn't the same player, obviously. He rolled his ankle. He missed half of the third quarter. He missed almost half of the fourth quarter. He comes back in, and, and he only hits a three-pointer. But, the, the you know, the biggest name of the night, the night that everyone's talking about is Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton, to me, has one of the best mid-range games in the NBA, hands down. Like Chris Paul, everyone's harping about Chris Paul. But Chris Middleton is one of the best mid-range shooters in the game. Like, if you look at the highlight, you had Gallinari guarding him. You had Bodanovich guarding him. You have Kevin Herter guarding him. Like, Solomon Hill, to a certain degree, I think he guarded a few possessions. Those guys can't guard Chris Middleton. And I'm going to keep saying this. And I know Stack out there really thinks, and Stack is Steven Jackson. You know, obviously him, you know, uh, uh, up in smoke with with uh, Matt Barnes or Auto Smoke. He's over here t- actually telling the whole entire world on social media that Chris Middleton is the best player. I didn't go that far. Giannis is a two-time MVP. One year he actually won his MVP. He won a decent player of the year. Chris Middleton, I think he's been an all-star once or twice max. He's not that guy to lead the Calvary. But, yeah, he is the Robin to the Batman of Giannis. And and, 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 and and I'm going to go as far as to say, like I've been saying all year long, this team only goes as far as Chris Middleton. They're down by seven. If Chris Middleton didn't show up, they would have lost game three. And game three was so pivotal, like I said in the last episode, that whoever wins game three is more likely to win the series. And we all know that the Bucs is the better team. Come on now. But, yeah, you know, it would be interesting to see if the Hawks can – be the Cinderella story, right? The underdogs, right? To see if they can make it to the NBA Finals. Some people really believe the Hawks can make it to the NBA Finals, but you're not going to beat the Bucks because there's two guys you can't stop. You can't stop the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and you definitely can't stop Chris Middleton from Texas A&M. You can't stop that guy. You can't. 
Unless you can show me otherwise, unless you can show me proof. And even though game one and game two, Chris Miller didn't play good, it's because he shot terrible shots. Like, Chris Middleton can get his buckets on his team. Yeah, if, he, if the Bucks more likely are going to go to the NBA Finals and they're gonna, most likely probably going to play the Phoenix Suns, they have a better defensive combo guys, wingers, that can guard a Giannis in a sense, that can guard a, uh, a Chris Middleton, like a Mikel Bridges, like a Jay Crowder. But I don't, I don't want to get ahead of myself. You know, the Hawks, I can break it down for you. Trey Young... You know, had 17 points in the first half. He shot 7 for 12, you know, uh, from the field. He played great. The game was tied at 56 apiece at halftime. The, 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 only, the only way the Bucks came back and won this game was because of Chris Middleton, what he did in the fourth quarter. And obviously, we're all going to see what's going to happen tomorrow with the Trey Young MRI. I don't think his ankle injury is that bad. Um... But yes, you can't. He's not going to be hundred percent. So, you know, game uh, game five or game four is going to be on Tuesday. You know, in Atlanta. So we'll see what happens. Um, but what a game! You know, what a game! Obviously, there's not a lot of information I can you know divulge over this because the game uh, was actually great. Not like this, like the Phoenix Suns game. You know, the Clippers game where. It, the overall score was 84 8 to 80. It was a low scoring game, one of the lowest game scoring games in the season so far. Um, and they shot they both shot terrible. It was it was more like, you know, 90s basketball, 80s basketball where the defense was very physical and no one could really buy a shot. I remember at a point where the game was it was like 75 to 71 and no one no one can buy a basket for 6 minutes. 6 minutes. And you got both teams that can score pretty well. But not like this, not like the Bucks. The Bucks and the Hawks, man, they're gonna give you some a lot of oohs and ahs, you know. And, and Trey Young, he's still doing it. He's still doing it. I don't know if you actually heard, but like the shimmy thing gets to people. It does, you know. Like people, you know, they remember that stuff. They put that on the chalkboard, you know. What I mean, they they remember. So like when you do stuff like that, just make sure you win those games, and 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 everybody will look at it like, damn, you know, like he backed it up, but. You know, obviously, when he did the shimmy, the Hawks were up, or there was a, it was a very close game. But, you know, he, he, Bobby Portis, Bobby Portis is a factor. I mean, this guy is playing big for them. He dropped 15 points off the bench today. Like, the dude hit a three-pointer, was just going in. Like, the Bucks don't really have a bench, if you look at it. Like, they have nobody. Like, Forbes came in and hit a three-pointer, but he wasn't, like, in the first round against the Miami Heat, he was, he had, like, 75, 76, 77 points in the first round, and ever since then, the dude just disappeared, right? But, like, you know, Bobby Portis, sorry, I keep getting him mixed up with Clint Cabela, but Bobby Portis um, came out, and he showed out. And obviously they need that. They only had three guys in double figures. Actually, I think it was four guys probably. But three guys that I recall was Chris Middleton, who had 38 points. Giannis had, I think, 33 and 11. And Bobby Portis had 15 points. And I don't think Drew, I don't think Drew Holiday had more than 10 points. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong for that. But, yeah, wow, man. The fourth quarter was amazing. And just let that marinate. Just let, just, just let it marinate for a second. Chris Middleton dropped 25 points in seven minutes or so. (laughs) 
That's insane. That just tells me like you like you can get your bucket whenever you want. And this 38 points that he dropped was much needed because they needed his every single point of it to win this game. Um, and, and the Hawks, I don't know what can they really do, to be honest. Um, they kept it competitive for about three quarters, and then Trey got hurt. But going into game four, and I believe the Hawks have a chance. They have a chance to win game four. Game three was the toughest one because game three decides the series, but game four, they might have a chance. They might. And it all depends on Trey Young. Like, Trey Young is the engine to the whole city of Atlanta. Like, they can only go as far as him. Like, the same thing I said about Chris Milton, as far as, like, the Bucks, the same thing with Trey in, in Atlanta. Like, they have no other guy that can really create. Lou Will is more of a scorer. He's not going to create for somebody. But they don't have nobody that's a playmaker. So they need Trey Young. And obviously, other guys got to step up. You need a Bodanovich to step up. You need a Gallinari to step up. John Collins has been doing his thing. He's he, John Collins, to me, is the only guy that is playing with energy, with effort. He's doing everything he can to play on both sides. Because you got you to understand, on the offensive side, like he's really not going to go to the paint like that, unless it's alley-oop or it's a dunk. And he's, he's out there in the perimeter pretty much trying to shoot threes. Um, so he has a tough task to do that. And then also focus on Giannis, who's basically averaging like almost 35 points in the series. The guy's been averaging almost damn near 30, 32 or 33 points in the whole entire playoffs. And then obviously double digits and rebounds. So they have no answer for him. But you got to tip your head off to John Collins because John Collins is not a, de- he's not, he's not a de- defender. He can't guard. You know what I mean? Like, so... But I like his effort, and I like the way he actually plays. And this team is young, so all this stuff, they obviously this is a good experience. So going on down the road, they can build around. We'll see what happens with John Collins in the offseason because there's been a lot of talks in the beginning of the year that he clashed with Trey Young, and I, and, and I spoke about that episodes ago. Um, but I think everything changed. So the best chemistry on the team is these two guys, Trey Young and John Collins. So we'll see what happens. I don't know what they can really do as far as, like, Kevin Herter in the Worlds, Lou Wills of the Worlds, Bodanovich, Gallinari. They need those guys. Trey Young had a miraculous game one. He dropped 48 points, but that's not going to happen again. I personally don't believe that. He was on a pace that hit 40 points tonight because he had 30, I think, 32 points when he got hurt in the third quarter. So he's on a pace to get to 40 points. But, like, going forward, I don't think he'll be the same player because of the ankle injury. And, obviously, all eyes are going to be on the MRI tomorrow. But I think the MRI is going to come back negative. Um, I think he's going to have some swelling around his ankle. But I think he'll be he'll be playing game four. There's no way in the, in the world Trey Young is going to miss game four. It's not, it's not going to happen. Like his ankle injury didn't look that bad when I saw it. Um, and the reports coming out of Atlanta uh, close to the situation is saying that uh, you know, his ankle is not in bad shape, uh, but they're going to have their hopes and they're going to be optimistic about the MRI and see what happens. But I'm pretty sure it's going to come back negative. And Milwaukee, and for the Deer District out there, man, the whole state of Wisconsin is showing love to the Bucks, And I like that because Milwaukee actually really do have, like, real passionate fans. Uh, and, and the Deer District reminds me of the Jurassic Park. You know, like in Toronto, it's the same thing. They have fans outside there in the thousands 
And I really believe the Bucks will be in the NBA Finals this year. So, I mean, there's not a lot to get into it as far as, like, the game itself. It's self-explanatory. Uh, I know some of you guys probably seen the highlights or actually watched the game. Uh, and we'll see what happens on Tuesday with, you know, game four. I, I really want the Hawks to win. I want this series to continue to be long as possible because I actually love the NBA Plus. I don't want this to end anytime soon. So if it can go six games, seven games, I will enjoy that. But we know that's not going to happen. We all know that's not going to happen. So we'll see what happens going forward. Phoenix Suns, you know, like for me, see, I went to Arizona State, man. You know what I mean? Like I didn't really root for the Suns when I was there, even though they had Steve Nash and Stoudemire. But this is great for the city of Phoenix and the state of Arizona. For them to go back to the NBA Finals first time since 93 when they had Charles Barkley, they had Johnson, you know, uh, 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 a couple other guys. I probably forgot the names, but it's, it's been a while, you know, and the city was completely different back then. So we'll see what happens. I would definitely, I promised you guys I was going to drop an episode about uh, the last game, but that game was terrible to talk about. It was nothing really to talk about at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like game, game five and, um, in Phoenix, we're going to see if they can close it out. I'm definitely going to drop a video about that. Regardless of what happens to the outcome, I'm pretty sure the Phoenix Suns got a shot to end it and close it out, you know, and then and then, and then go to the NBA Finals for the first time since 93, uh, 94 when they played against the Chicago Bulls and the Michael Jordan company. So I'll have a lot to speak upon when, they, when, when that actually happens. So for y'all that's been watching this, I appreciate the love. Man, I... I enjoy every single bit of this for, for real. Like, I actually enjoy the games. I watch every single game. I watch the highlights. I watch all the press conferences of all the major players out there. And, and I, obviously, I listen to some other stuff in the mornings and stuff like that. But, like, all this stuff that I'm telling you is organic. This is fresh off the just watching the game. So, like, stay tuned. I'll be back tomorrow with another episode on the Phoenix Suns and, 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 and the Clippers. Game 5 in Phoenix. It's going to be Rowdy and AZ. In the 602 in downtown Phoenix, it's going to be lit. And I hope y'all enjoy it, man. So until then, I hope y'all stay safe. Man, like I said, COVID ain't no joke. I'm going I'm to keep telling y'all that until y'all get bored of it, man. Until y'all actually take it serious. COVID ain't no joke, but stay safe out there. I'll see y'all soon, man. Peace. One love.